1: one when i'm working out i love to listen to your podcast whenever you say something other people react to it taking my breath away aaron Fern Lundquist joins me, Hall of Famer, Jim Calhoun, NASCAR icon. Welcome in, everybody, Dale to Bernhardt a bonus Jr. episode of the er- Her- Herb Sports, Herb Sports Podcast. I am your phone. host, Aaron Torres. Hope yeah. everybody's doing well. Hope Wait. everybody is having a great yeah. Monday night if you're watching on YouTube. Tuesday morning, if you are listening, we got ourselves a special show today. Okay, so here is the deal. As many of you know, I am a UConn grad, a UConn alum. I was in Houston. Well, I go to the Final Four every year. But I was in Houston last year when UConn got its fifth national championship. And I bring it up because today we have a member of that team as well as a member of this year's team. As UConn guard Hassan Diara is joining the Aaron Torres pod. Really fun interview. We talk about his background, how he ended up at UConn. He transferred from Texas Um, A&M. We talk about Dan Hurley. We talk about this year's team versus last year's team. We talk about the UConn history Really, really, really fun interview, and here is the cool part. The plan going forward with Hassan is that we will have him on once a week the rest of the college basketball season, okay? And quickly, you don't need to be a UConn fan to enjoy it, but what we want to do on this show is take you through the highs and lows of a college basketball player in March. This is the busiest time of year. Hassan is very gracious with his time, but the goal is, what is it like being in the midst of a conference championship run, hopefully a deep NCAA tournament run, and Hassan is going to join us every single week here on Monday Night on YouTube, Tuesday morning on podcast uh, to go ahead and take us behind the scenes of what it's like to be a UConn Husky. One quick thing before we get started. It is worth noting, uh, if you are living in Connecticut or you are a small business owner in Connecticut, if you want to be an advertiser, if you want to sponsor this segment every single week, have your company, have your whatever, reach thousands of UConn fans every week via podcast, YouTube, social media, et cetera, go ahead and email me at torres00 at gmail.com or aaron torres podcast questions at gmail.com. That's probably the best place to do it. Aaron torres podcast questions at gmail.com. Go ahead, email me there. If you want to be an advertiser, if you want to be a sponsor, if you want to be linked with a current Yukon Husky as they make a run in March, go ahead and reach out again, Aaron Torres, podcast at gmail.com, if you'd like to consider being an advertiser. With that said, as I always say, there's no more time to waste. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And coming up, Hassan Diara guard Yukon Huskies. Defending national champions joins me. All right, joining me via Zoom, uh, very special guest. I'm actually very excited to talk to. Uh, he is a guard on the defending national champion Yukon Huskies. As we record here, it's a little before 1 p.m. Eastern time, still technically number one in the country. Don't know where we'll land in the polls, but ultimately that doesn't really matter all that much at this time of year. Hassan Diara, Hassan, man, what's going on?
0: How you doing, Eric? Thanks for having me on the show.
1: No problem, and I, I appreciate you doing this. I'm excited to have you. You know, the goal, we hope, is to get you on probably about once a week, the rest of the season. Want you to take us behind the scenes of a team and a program that is obviously pushing for, for a second straight national championship. And where I want to start is, you know, let me ask you this, is that, that you know, for, for people who maybe don't know a lot about you. I mean, obviously, uh, you play for the Huskies. They tune in every Saturday, every Wednesday, Big East, FS1, Fox, whatever. I know you were. I believe you're from Brooklyn originally. I know you spent a few years at A and M. Just, just tell people a little bit about who you are, what you're about, where you come from, and and obviously, uh, we will get to some of the UConn stuff in a minute.
0: Yeah, I'm a Sandiara. I, I'm from New York City. I'm actually from Queens. That's where I grew okay. up. Uh, my mom currently lives in Yonkers. My dad still lives in Queens. Uh. Uh, I did two years at Texas A&M. I actually went to prep school in Connecticut, yeah. thirty minutes away from UConn, uh, at Putnam Science Academy. Uh, then I did my two years at Texas A&M, decided to transfer and, and come here to the lovely basketball, the basketball capital of the world, Connecticut.
1: That's really caught on. You know, I remember last year at the Final Four, Joey Calcaterra. I put out a video of him saying that. And I had fans like no one. No one calls UConn that, and I was like, one, I think they do, but two, you know, you heard of ESPN, all that stuff. Um, what? 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 what I, there's a lot of reasons, but what appealed to you when you decided to transfer? I know you have family close, family uh, on staff, but what? What really appealed to you about UConn when you decided to hit the portal a few years ago?
0: Uh, Coach Harley's vision. I mean, uh, just speaking with him on a daily out of the portal. Uh, his vision his goals and and what he ultimately wanted to do last year we, we accomplished so i mean just his vision is uh his relentless effort uh it was very appealing to me
1: when you say his vision, what was the vision that he sold you? So you were here, you were at UConn last year for the national championship. That was your first year. When he got there, though, this was a team that was coming off a bunch of NCAA tournament bids but hadn't really won at that high, high, high level. What was the vision that Coach Early did sell to you when you entered the portal and when you first started talking to him?
0: His vision was we're going to play for championships and we're going to work extremely hard to go get him. Um, and I, I think... You know, we, we did that last year. We worked extremely hard, and we're, we're still continuing to do that. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody has upped their level um, each and every day, um, and we're, we're continuing to get better and better.
1: So, listen, I, I you know, no no disparaging anywhere else you've been, but Coach Early says, you know, we want to work hard. Um, and based on everything everybody that's ever played for him says, you do work hard for Coach Hurley uh, when you play for Coach Hurley. Again, not taken away from anywhere else that you've played, but take us into maybe maybe this time of year, I'm guessing, probably doesn't run you quite as hard. It's late in the year. Your body's pretty beat up. Take us into like maybe a late November, late October, early November. We got to set the standard for the season uh, type practice with Dan Hurley.
0: I mean, they're, they're physical. They're long um and, and they're competitive and you know, I mean I think that's the main thing that we compete almost every day which is which is perfect because how intense it is how physical it is uh, it makes it easier for us um in the game actually so I love it you know I mean'm I'm, I'm for it I'm, I'm here for it each and every day
1: when you say competitive what what do you what give us an example of what goes on in practice that's beyond just you know stuff that people would think I mean just,
0: Competitive, like rebounding drills, uh, and it's survival of the fittest. You know, I mean, whoever gets the ball, you gotta score it. And sometimes there there aren't no fouls called, so, so your, your competitive will has to be more than your teammates. And which is which is perfectly fine. You know, that's how we get better, and that's how we bond. Honestly, I think that's why we're so close knit is because we compete against each other each and every day.
1: That's really interesting. So you're going up against like a Donovan Klingon and whoever gets the ball. You, you like, like you got to go right back up on him or, or anybody like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Going up against some really, really good guys each and every day. You know, Donovan, Tristan, Cam. You know, these guys, these guys are, are very talented. And, you know, and their competitive will is, is at an all time high as well. So competing against them each and every day, is it just, it's, it's amazing.
1: Very good. Um, let me ask you this: uh, Obviously, last week uh, didn't totally go as planned, but but you know, not very nice bounce back on Saturday. Twenty four point win, I believe, was the final score. You know, what was the message from Coach Hurley? You guys haven't had much failure this year. Twenty four and three, I believe, is the is the record right now. Maybe even twenty five and three. I apologize if I missed a the game there. What? Um, it is twenty five and three. As a matter of fact, what? Um, what? What was the message coming out of that Creighton game last week?
0: I mean it it wasn't it wasn't much of a message it was much of what you know I mean how we felt you know I mean? each and every person on the team felt a certain type of way about that game how we let each other down you know what I mean as a team uh, defensively offensively we, we weren't physical enough you know that, you know we understood that we couldn't we couldn't do that we need to be successful for, for us to be successful we can't do that. We have to show up each and every game. And, and we were eager, eager to play Saturday, you know I mean, We were ready to go, um, and we were ready to compete because we, we felt like we didn't compete earlier in the week.
1: How much after a tough night like Creighton, um, you know, everyone always says the best programs are player-led, not coach-led. How accountable do you guys hold each other uh, when things aren't, aren't, you know, like I said, you haven't had much failure this year, but, but when things don't go quite to plan, how much are you guys holding each other accountable as opposed to just the coaching staff?
0: I mean, when things don't go as planned, we come together. We come together. We talk about it. We, we speak about it, you know, we meet individually, we meet as a team. And we we let our feelings let me out, let us know uh what we need to get better at, what we need to do, and whatever that is, we go into practice and we attack that goal mm
1: mhm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, and what's interesting about you guys, and I don't, I don't think a lot of people that aren't, like, diehard. First of all, let me ask you this. Tell us a little bit about Saturday night, Villanova, environment, energy. I talked to you a little bit on Friday. Obviously, we're recording here on Monday, but I talked to you Friday, and you told me campus was going crazy, this and that. Uh, take us through, like, what Saturday was like on campus, lead up to the game, game days in town, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. You know, college game day came to town for the first time in a long time. Um, and students were camped out for 20-plus hours. So (laughs) that could almost tell you just how crazy it was on campus. A lot of people came into town. Hotels was was booked, a lot of traffic. I mean, the environment was so electric. Uh, College game day, I, I, I poked my head in for a little bit to see what was going on. I seen a lot of people make some half court shots. Sure, Rip <laughs> you know, Hamilton. Yeah, Rip Hamilton made it on the first try. You know, and it was his uh, jersey retirement uh, day as well. So we got a chance to share that with him, uh, which was just amazing. So it was just so electric. It was, it was fun, and I'm glad the fans got a chance to enjoy
1: it. Did you get a chance, or not even not you, but as a team, did, did Rip talk to you guys, any messages? Did you get a chance to spend any time with him during the weekend?
0: Yeah, I mean, he spoke to us after the game, and his main message to us was, you know, he's there for us, you know I mean, which, which, which is amazing to me. You know I mean, he said he's a phone call away, if we need any help, any advice, he's there for us. He's been through it all, and we're appreciative of him. I mean, I mean he's a alleged he's one of the ghosts of this you know, I mean, historic program. And for him to say, yeah, he's there for us, and for, for he's a
1: phone call away, a lot to me. I'm going to embarrass myself a little bit. Are you old enough to remember him at all as a player? Because 04, I think he won the, net, the 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 NBA title. 01, he or 99, he won the college. I know you don't remember the 99 title. Do you remember anything from the, from his playing days, or is it all YouTube? Uh, it's be all
0: YouTube. I, I was born in 2001. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm kind of an old an old head on this team. I'm one of the older players. So sure. they, they kind of call me unk a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I tell them not to. Uh, but, yeah, it's mostly YouTube and me. You know, coming from New York, you know, you're a UConn fan. So you know about all these legends and all these guys. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I knew who, who he was. Definitely. and The tape shows that he doesn't lie.
1: So you said you grew up sort of a UConn fan. When 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 did you first remember becoming conscious of like? I'm sure you played with your older brother and this and that, but like becoming conscious of either college or pro or whatever uh, when you were a kid.
0: Yeah, see, it was 2011. When oh, that okay. run. Yeah. That's when I became conscious of college basketball. And I'm like, sure. This guy, this guy is amazing, and he's from New York. You know? Yeah. You see yourself like, man, I I, I want to be like that guy when I grow up. And, And that's what triggered, you know, college basketball. And that's what triggered my
1: love for UConn. Let me ask you a dumb question. You know, obviously Kemba having that run at Madison Square Garden with, you know, as you said, a, a New York City kid, you know, like I think, you know, I grew up in Connecticut. So, like, UConn basketball players were like celebrities to me, you know, and it was like touchable, reachable, attainable, whatever. Does somebody like Kemba... Five foot eleven from the Bronx. You know, does that give you any like? And I don't know if you remember being a kid at that age. You know, ten years old, but gives you the confidence of like, dude, if this did, this this kid did it from this neighborhood, uh, not far from where I am, he's playing right down the road. Does that kind of give? I don't know if it would or not, but any kind of confidence that like I could do this too. Yeah, it
0: gives you confidence. It gives you hope. Uh, somebody that's done it is from the same area as you. I mean, he's a legend where I'm from. You know I mean, what he's done in high school and then to go along to college and then to the NBA. Just, so, seeing him do that gives guys like where I'm from tons of confidence and, and it shows that it can be done. So, credit to him. You know, I'm appreciative of him as well.
1: Very good. A couple questions more. We'll get you out of here. Uh, first of all, you know, you, you talk about Coach Early bringing you in wanting to compete for championships. You know, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't think a lot of Non UConn fans would remember this, but UConn didn't win the Big East regular season last year. They didn't win the Big East conference tournament last year. Um, how much motivation has that provided for you? I see you shaking your head. For people who are listening on podcast, they don't see it, but Assange shaking his head. Uh, for those, for for like, what what has is that been like a carrot that's kind of dangled in front of you guys all season long? I mean,
0: yeah, I think I think we came into the season knowing like last year, well, our Big East performance wasn't as good as we wanted to wanted it to be. Um, and this year we understood that you know what I mean each game counts the same, so each game is, is very important. And I think our focus has been next game. This is the game that we have to win, and and I think we've been doing a good job of it. And I think that's the reason why we're in a good position to to win the regular season. Um, and after that. After we have to win the regular season we have to go for the, the big east tournament which is going to be a battle but i i think we're in a, we're in a good spot you know what i mean we're in a good mindset you know? i think everyone has the same mentality
1: is that something you know they say in basketball like sometimes you got to take lumps as a team like you hear that a lot in the nba of like team will lose in the first round one year then they'll make the conference finals then they'll make the finals and it takes that fourth fifth time um to to win it all with you guys like I feel like there must have been some really valuable learning lessons in January of last year. Again, for people who don't remember, you guys struggled. You know, it didn't end up ultimately mattering in March, but I'm guessing it probably made you guys stronger, not only last year when the games counted the most late in the season, but probably early in conference play this year as well. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think adversity is an important thing that you have to go through to become successful. You know what I mean? Um, A lot of successful people fail. Um, and from that, you know what I mean, comes success. So I, I believe that that helped us, you know what I mean. It made us come together, especially last January. Um, it was very tough for everybody here because mm-hmm. um, we understood how good we were. We just couldn't figure it out at the time. But, you know what I mean? we came together. We stayed close in and, and I think that helped the chemistry of our team because instead of uh, when things went bad, we didn't go apart. We came together. And I think that, that was the, the main thing that helped us march in
1: March. I want to still focus on this year, but all, going back to last year, do you think, was there one specific thing, one specific moment that allowed you guys, because as you said, you know, Coach Earl is a competitor, um, an insane competitor. You guys are all insane competitors. Was there one specific thing that allowed you guys to kind of get past that slow stretch, or, or how does that work? I mean, we, we, met,
0: we met as a team. I'll, I'll say we came together as a team and we said, "Yo, we understood how good we uh, we are, and we seen in the beginning of the season. We just have to get back to that, man. and I think everybody, everybody came together and said, you know, I mean, we got to start playing with our, our swagger and our confidence. Better. And I think that's exactly
1: what we did. How would you compare? You know, I won't do the cliche, and I don't, I don't think it's fair to you to say who's better or worse because obviously last year you won a championship. But how how would you compare last year to this year in terms of not win loss record necessarily, but just the the dynamics of everything? You know.
0: I, I would say, you know, what I mean, everybody has upped their game this year. You know, I, mean? I think uh, you know I mean, the guys that were, that were there last year that came back, you know, we know what it takes because uh, we've been through it. And I think it's helping the, the young guys and, and the transfers as well because But uh, we know what we have to do on a daily basis. We know what it takes. And I think that's why we've been so successful this season because we're attacking it like we want to win a championship each and every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, you know, real. You know, no no knock, but but obviously guys that weren't there probably think, you know, because I'm coming to UConn, it, I don't want to say it's easy, but that, you know, whatever. Has there, was there a adjustment from you older guys that were there like, hey, this isn't as easy as it looks like, you know, you guys got to, whether it's bring it every day, work out early, work out late, take care of your body. Because I, I just feel like, and I've heard this from other teams that I've covered or coaches that I've talked to where it's like, when you have that success as a program, you know, sometimes guys come in from the outside and we're not criticizing anybody, nothing like that. But it's like the natural inclination of, well, I'm a UConn Husky. We win championships. That's what we do. But it's like the guys that weren't there the year before don't always realize how hard it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, mean? I, I would say, you know, I me mean? for the freshman, you know, coming into college is, is an adjustment. Hard, yeah. um, and then coming into UConn, you know, I mean? we understood that after winning the championship, we have a target on that. back. So we understand that we have to work ten times harder than we did last year. Hmm. So we're we pouring that into into them, and, and they understood it. You know, credit to them. I mean, they've been doing a great job. You know, staff is playing out of his mind. You know? The other guys, Solo, Stewart, you know what I mean, Jake Wilson, and and Yusuf—they're getting better and better each and every day. You no, know, but Cam Cam has just been a blessing for this team. I mean, he is a perfect fit. I mean, you, we don't really need to push him. He he, he pushes, he pushes <laughs> us <laughs> with his competitive will and his competitive fire. So they've um, got he's a great job.
1: I was gonna, I'll tell you what. We'll save Cam maybe for for a future conversation because he has quickly um, become uh, one of the favorites of the Yukon Huskies. Hassan yeah. Diyara, uh Yukon Husky. Real quick, so tell us a little bit about the headbands too. I know you're, you're you're doing the headband thing on social media. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing there. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I wear my headbands, uh, and it was a thing last year where I, every time I wear my headbands, you know, I, say I play good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, this year, uh, it just really took off. It uh, started off on Twitter, um, and I, I came out with some headbands uh, with my name on it, my son, Diarra, HBH. I got some shirts and hoodies as well. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to do it for the fans because they, they love the headband house, Uh Day and and I, I was just like, I mean, let, let's let's capitalize on it. Let's let's give the fans what they want.
1: Ah, uh, how can people get the headbands? Um,
0: so you could go to 22threads.com okay. uh, and then you can search up my name, Hassan, or headband Haas, uh, and then all the merch should be there.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Hassan Diara, uh, UConn Huskies. Now you guys got a week off this week, so I know we got to go. You got class. You're a, a you put the student in student athlete. You know, at UConn we <laughs> we send our kids to school. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, uh, what do you guys do on a week where where you you don't play again until Sunday? So I mean, you got like eight nine days off here. I mean, how, what do you guys do when you have an extended period like that?
0: Um, so. Like a, a, a day like today, you know what I mean? Guys will come in individually and get their workout in. Uh, we'll meet with the trainer. We'll get our treatments. Uh, if we can get a massage, we'll get a massage. Uh, but, you know what I mean? The rest of the week, we'll, we'll have practices. Um, and, our, and our practices will, will be a little bit longer than usual. Uh, and we work on things where we need to get better at, you know what I mean? Fine-tune things defensively, offensively, um, Work on areas where, where Coach feels like we need to improve. Um, and we also focus on getting healthy, you know what I mean, uh, resting our body. because You know, after this, it's, it's, the, it's the, the long stretch. It's the, it's the, it's the, the main stretch. So yeah. we'll work, work on that. Uh, and, and ultimately, we just get better.
1: How nice is it to get a few days this time of year for you know I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time you do have class but like I imagine you guys are you know you played 28 29 games since early November maybe got a couple of days off for Christmas but that's probably it a lot of travel I mean how nice is it just to have a couple of days off at this time of year How yeah, it's
0: important pretty is cool it? you know what I mean I mean it's pretty cool it's important I mean, we're not traveling, so we get a chance to lay in our beds, you know what I mean, uh, sure. so, uh, a couple more times this week. Um, but it's, it's ultimately all about rest, you know what I mean? The, the most rest team is, is going to perform the best. And I think it's a great time for us to, to really relax and chill, but
1: also get better. All right, Hassan DR, UConn Huskies. Huskies return to the court on Sunday uh, I did have the schedule in front of me here I actually have last year's schedule up I was looking up some stuff before You know who's on the schedule? Because my computer's freezing here So uh, who we got this yeah, Sunday play
0: Hall. That's what I thought we play Senior okay. Hall Sunday at 12pm noon uh, It'll be a senior night for Me, Cam, and Tristan so If you could come out, come out and support
1: Yes, Gamble Pavilion Sunday, senior day um, That's it man Enjoy the game. Hopefully, we'll we'll do this again next week. We'll do it off of a win, and uh, we'll have a lot more to discuss, all right?
0: Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, man.